Good morning, everyone. We welcome everyone again to our podcast service on this Lord's Day. Church, we hope that everyone is doing well. In the midst of COVID-19, a deadly virus, we still hear of people who are still not practicing healthy practices, which would prevent the spread of the virus. People, we must take this matter very seriously, not just for yourself, but also for the well-being of others. As the Bible tells us, look not every man on his own things, but also every man on the things of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who thought it not robbery, but thought it to thought it to be the form of robbery, but thought it not to be robbery, to be equal with God. So let's be mindful, folks, uh, of the seriousness that we have towards one another. Again, welcome this morning to our service. If you are a guest, we welcome you to our service also on this day. And church, we are thankful for the technology that we have, that we're able to be able to present this service to us in the midst of a deadly virus. A special thanks, the church, to the brethren who have faithfully uh, met uh, to conduct a worship service for our podcast, uh, your dedication, dedication and faithfulness uh, for this work has truly been a blessing to the congregation, and we thank you very much. We appreciate Brother William Carruthers and Brother William Kantz for their continued Bible classes, a weekly, very enjoyable, very good job, and we appreciate that very much. We thank Brother Robert McLean, Brother Arnold Spy, before uh, the sermons uh, that have taken us, uh, uh, strengthened us truly uh, in our absence for one another. Your faithfulness, brother, has truly been appreciated again. Uh, church, as announcements again, we want to keep in mind that uh, August the 2nd, we will be starting back our worship service at the church building. Uh, That is the first week of August. The date, again, is August the 2nd. Uh, We will meet in the auditorium for our 10 a.m. worship service, 10 a.m. morning service only at this time. Again, we know that uh, everyone will uh, not be in attendance because we have learned that some are still uh, staying in to uh, prevent um, the spread of the virus, and s- several have conditions that limit them from getting out. So we understand that, and because of that, the podcast service will still continue, uh, which has been a blessing in a lot of ways uh, to a lot of people. Those who are sick and confined in their homes have truly been blessed by, uh, by the sharing of the podcast uh, through the congregation. Uh, at the time that we will meet at the church building, we hope that everyone gets there timely and early so that we can start promptly at 10 o'clock. Uh, so get there in time to be uh, tested for your temperature check. Uh, safe distancing must be a must and the mask also must be required. Hand sanitizer will also be available and if you don't have a mask, uh, one will be provided to you. So it will be a blessing to be back together again, uh, but we do want to keep in mind, uh, let's use the necessary precautions to make uh, it safe for us to be together. And keep in mind, let's pray for those who are unable still to get out. Many are sick, 
Many are elderly among our congregation, and let's continue to keep them in prayer. As always, if you have a request, a prayer request, uh, a confession to make, or simply want to learn more about God and what I must do to be saved, please contact someone in leadership and you will, will be assisted. Let's continue to send in our offering, and we appreciate the offering very much to Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ at P.O. Box 41648, Nashville, Tennessee, 37204. We hope that you've used your directories and your handouts in keeping in contact with one another because we still want to uh, express ourselves, show our love to one another. So let's continue to use our directories to keep in contact, especially for those who are elderly members. Our order of service on this Lord's Day, Brother Trenton Moore, Brother Taylor Moore, excuse me, Brother Taylor Moore will do our singing on this morning. Scripture and prayer, Brother Danny Gift. Prayer for collection and communion, Brother William Kantz. Our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey. And our closing prayer will be Brother Trenton Moore. So let's prepare Lawrence Avenue and guest of friends for a worship service on this Lord's Day. Good morning. For our first selection, it's alternate page 595. Stand up, stand up for Jesus. 595. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, ye soldiers of the cross. Live time, his royal banner, it must not suffer loss. From victory unto victory, his army shall he lead. Till every foe is vanquished, and Christ is Lord indeed. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, the trumpet call obey. Forth to the mighty conflict in this his glorious day. Ye that are men now serve him against unnumbered foes. Let courage rise with danger and strength to strength oppose. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, stand in his strength alone. The arm of flesh will fail you, ye dare not trust your own. Put on the gospel armor and watching unto prayer. Where do the cause or danger be never wanted? There. Stand up, stand up for Jesus, the strife will not be long. This day, the noise of battle, the next, the victor's song. To him that overcometh, a crown of life shall be. He with the King of glory shall reign eternally. Page 121. 
Do all in the name of the Lord. One, two, one. Scripture reading prayer will follow. Whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord. Do not in name of men or creed, do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in His name, do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed as God did. Do all in the name of the Lord. Be not deceived by worldly greed. Do all in the name of the Lord. The Spirit says in word or deed, Do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in His name. Do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed, as God decreed, do all in the name of the Lord. If you are toiling for a crown, do all in the name of the Lord. Oh, do not trust in worry now, do all in the name of the Lord. Do all in His name, do all in the name of the Lord. In word or deed as God decreed, do all all in the name of the Lord. Good morning. Scripture reading this morning is coming from Matthews chapter 24, verses 36 through 44. That's Matthews chapter 24, verses 26 through 44. And I will be reading from the King James Version. And it reads, But of that day and hour knoweth no man, know not the angels of heaven, but by but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days that <clears throat> were before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the ark and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Then, then shall two be in the field, one shall be taken, and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill, one shall be taken, and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what hour your Lord does come. But know this, that if 
the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken up. Verse 44. Therefore, be ye also ready, for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. May God add a blessing to the reading, the hearing, and the doing of his word. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Heavenly Father, we'd like to thank you for this day, a day which you were made, and a day which you were glad and rejoicing in, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, we, we ask for you to bless those that may be sick at this time, Heavenly Father, those that in their bed of affliction, Heavenly Father, those that may be in bereavement at this time, Heavenly Father, and also be with them that, are, that may be in behind prison walls, Heavenly Father, continue to be with them. And the Father can be continue be with us as we go through this day, as we prepare ourselves to get to uh, get, prepare ourselves to worship you at this time. And the Father, and the Father, <clears throat> we'd like for you to be with the speaker at the time at this time too. Also, and the Father, give him the health and strength and the wisdom and knowledge that he may present your word, proclaim your word in a fashion that is well pleasing to you. And also be with us, the hearers. Let us not only just be hearers, and the Father, of your word, but doers of your most holy and divine word. And the Father, I'd like to thank you for this, for, for all the things you have blessed upon us, and the Father. Continue to be with us as we go through this pandemic. It's this time, and the Father, that, that we may continue to do the things that we need to do to keep ourselves healthy and safe during this time, hand the Father. Hand the Father, I'd like to thank you for the, the leaders of this congregation, hand the Father, continue to be with them, that they may continue to do the things that, it was, that is pleasing to you, hand the Father, and let us, the, your, 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 your followers, hand the Father, that, that, that we do not be, be in a fashion that, that may uh, cause them to to hinder in, in some things that they might want to do here in the Father. Here in the Father, we'd like to thank you for <clears throat> this day. We'd like for you to continue to be with us as we're going through this day here in the Father. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Page 454. Nothing but the blood. 454. And what can wash away my sins? And nothing but the blood of Jesus. And what can make me whole again? And nothing but the blood of Jesus. And no precious is I flow. And that makes me white as snow. And no other fount I know. And nothing but the blood of Jesus. 
And for my pardon, this I seem, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And for my cleansing, this my plea, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And no precious is thy flow, and that makes me white as snow, and no other fount I know, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And nothing can for sin atone, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And not of good that I have done, and nothing but the blood of Jesus. And no precious is thy flow, and that makes me white as snow, and no other fount I know, and nothing but the blood of of Jesus. Good morning, church. You have to forgive me this morning. I'm, I'm, I'm a little excited this morning because every heart out here this morning should be filled with thanksgiving because God has been so good to us, church. God has once again blessed us with another opportunity to assemble ourselves here this morning for the purpose of worshiping him in spirit and in truth and for working out our soul's salvation. God is a good God, always has been and always will be. Don't let what's going on in the world discourage you this morning. Because even though Nashville may have been taken back a phase, time still rolls on. Christ is on his way to return, set to return, but we don't know when. I've heard for, for many years and, and, and now more than ever that we are living in the last days. And I actually believe that we are, church. But here's the fact. I, I, I did a sermon about 10 years ago, and it was based on our living in the last days. Now, that sermon was preached 10 years ago. And now, 10 years later, I'm even more convinced that we are living in the last days. And when I refer to the last days... I'm referring to Christ's return for his church. Now, I didn't really understand 10 years ago that, that these last days could be concluded in my lifetime or 100 years from now. The problem is, church, that, that we don't know, not based on what man says, but based on several scriptural references we don't know when Christ is set to return. So it's crucial that we are always ready. And to this point, it is our individual responsibility in these last days that we remain ready. Because see, every day is a last day for someone. Every day is a last day for someone. So it's crucial that we stay ready and that we remain ready, not knowing when Christ is set to return. 
Now, if it be that we die before his return, I want you to catch this now, but you may not get it until later on. Only a Christian can rest in peace. Only a Christian can rest in peace. In this lesson, we're going to focus primarily on the signs that Jesus gave as recorded in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Now, I want you to remember here again that we have to stay ready. Let's use for a topic this morning, what a difference a day makes. What a difference a day makes. Turn with me, please, to Matthew chapter 24, verses 36 through 44. And we're going to use this for the background of our lesson this morning. And here the Bible states, but of that day and hour, no one knows. Not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father alone. For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like in the days of Noah. For as in those days which were before the flood, they were eating and, and drinking, and they were marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark. And they did not understand until the flood came and, and took them all away. So shall the coming of the Son of Man be. Then there shall be two men in the field, and, and one will be taken and the other will be left. Two women will be grinding at the mill, and one will be taken and one will be left. Therefore, be on alert, for you don't know which day your Lord is coming. But be sure of this, that if the head of the house had known at, at what time of night the thief was coming, he would have been on the alert and would not have allowed his house to be broken into. For this reason, you too be ready. For the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not think he will. Once again, what a difference a day makes. Also, turn with me to the book of Revelation, chapter 22, and we're going to be looking at verses number 10 through 12. That's Revelation, chapter 22, verses 10 through 12. And here the Bible says, And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the one who does wrong still do wrong, and let the one who is filthy still be filthy, and let the one who is righteous still practice righteousness, and let the one who is holy still keep himself holy. But now, behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me to render to every man according to what he has done. Once again, Jesus made the point of being ready very clear. And after he had discussed the signs of the end, he, he made it even clearer. He said now that no man knows when that day will be. Only God himself. But now, here again, what a difference that day will make. The key here is because, see, there have been several in recent years 
that have so-called prophesied the exact date of Christ's return. Jesus said that he didn't know, so if he didn't know, how can man even say that he knows the exact date that Christ is going to return? For this reason, Jesus said that we must always be ready. And to make it crystal clear for the disciples, he gave them an example. The example of of what we just finished reading of a thief breaking into someone's home. Now, if the homeowner knew exactly when the thief would come, the homeowner would be ready. He'd be ready for their attack. But however, if the homeowner did not know when the thief was coming, his only recourse was to always be prepared, just in case. So see, this way the thief couldn't catch him off guard. The thief couldn't catch him by surprise. So what's the point, Brother Spivey? The point is this, that, that this being ready for the child of God needs to be a state of mind. We need to always be ready. The worst thing for the child of God could be is to be caught on the outside like those were caught on the outside when Noah sealed up the door. We need to always be ready. God should never catch and Christ should never catch the true child of God by surprise. We need to always be ready because see what a difference a day can make. The other point that Jesus made and stressed was that now there are going to be some people who will be surprised. Just like in the days of Noah when the flood came. Now when Noah entered the ark, I want you to think about this. I'm sure there were a lot of scoffers who who laughed at him and his family saying, man, there's something wrong with that boy. It hadn't rained for years, but, 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 but let's go over there and get us a laugh today off of old Noah. Look at what he's doing. He's, he's busy wasting time making an ark. But, oh, what a difference a day makes. Because when the rain started and it began to flood, those that were caught in the flood would see they were still just living their lives without being conscious of God. They were going about their lives, they, they're just living. Now see, there will be those when Christ returns who won't be watching. They'll just be living. Christ said that now some will be taken and some left. It's clear that those who are left are not prepared for his coming. Meaning that that they were just living their lives without any expectation of Christ's return. Now, we have some some Christians that think that they can live their lives any way that they want to live their lives. They're just living. But, oh, what a difference a day is going to make. The final point I, 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 I need to make is this, church. He makes a reference in the scripture that I've read from Revelation chapter 22. And those verses, John was told, now, do not seal up the words from this prophecy. He was told basically that those who are doing whatever they were doing 
let them keep doing it. He says, now, let them who are filthy continue to be filthy. Let those who are righteous continue to be righteous. Now, here is the point that, that John is making. This is what was revealed to him. He says, now, we don't want to be surprised, so we got to be ready. But the bottom line is this, church. We all have choices to make. And the choices that we make determine whether or not we're going to be ready when this day comes. Choices to be made. Heaven is there, church, but it has to be a choice for us to make if we want to make it our home. There's enough rooms. The Bible tells me what? That in my father's house are many mansions. But I got to make a reservation. I got to have my name written on the list. I got to have my name written in the book if I want to have a room when that day comes. The first sign that Christ gave, church, he says, now, there are going to be some false Christ coming. There are going to be some people coming telling you that they are the Christ, telling you that this is what you need to do. Now, we, we need to know and we, and we need to be ready. We need to know what signs we need to be looking for. The Bible says that the first sign that Jesus mentions to his disciples relates to false Christ. These false Christs are, 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 are going to be appearing and they're going to be trying to mislead the people. This would include those who start their own cults, leading people away from Christ, as well as those believing that they are following Christ, although their teachings are not consistent with Christ's teachings. Jesus states in Matthew 24, verses 4 and 5, he says, now, see to it that no one misleads you. For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ. And catch this. It says, and will mislead many. While we meet here at Lawrence Avenue from time to time, and we may have 45 to 65 people meeting here, you drive by some denominational bodies, and they might have two or 3,000 people. But as you heard me say it before, I'd much rather go to heaven with the 45 that we have here than go to hell with the 2,000 and the denominational body. That word mislead also is translated church to mean deceive. There are about 50 references to being deceived in the New Testament alone. Now, Jesus told his disciples that they must not be deceived. And the disciples and Paul himself continued to stretch this point as they warned the church from time to time. Now, there are many ways in which a person can be deceived. But I want to focus on how a lack of understanding of the truth can cause individuals to be led astray. And I can hear Hosea saying now in Hosea 4 and 6, he's saying, my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. Now, I've heard about cults when I was coming up. Um, some people that I've told them when I became a member of the body of Christ that I've never heard of the body of Christ says, what, is that some type of cult? <laughs> but little 
did they know? I knew that they deceived a, a lot of good, innocent people when they would entice people to join these cults. Now, you might be saying, well, Brother Spivey, can you, can you give me an example? Can you put some meat on the bone? Yes, I can. In November of 1978, 914 Americans, followers of and deceivers by Jim Jones, died in a mass murder and suicide in Jonestown, Guyana. This mass suicide included some 274 children. April 19, 1993, when the ATF seized and they, they attacked the Branch Davidian compound near Waco, Texas, which ended in a firefight and a subsequent firestorm that destroyed the compound, killing most of the inhabitants. Now, the Branch Davidians were a religious sect that originated out of the Davidian Seventh-day Adventist. From 1994 to 1997, the Order of the Solar Temple's members began a series of mass suicides, which led to roughly 74 deaths. In some of the suicide letters, members believed that they were leaving this world of hypocrisy and oppression for a better world. Those found among the dead included a mayor, a journalist, a sales manager, and a civil servant. What's your point, Brother Spivey? The point is, some of these were successful, intelligent people of their own right, yet they had been deceived. And oh, what a difference a day can make. On March 26, 1997, 39 followers of the Heaven's Gate cult died of a mass suicide near San Diego, California. Now, they were led by a man named Applewhite. And I'm not making this up, church. I want you to listen to this. The man's real name was Applewhite. He called himself Bo. He had a female companion who called herself Peep. So, yep, we've got Bo and Peep. We've got people following Bo and Peep. They left Oregon in 1975 with a group of 20 other people seeking a UFO to take them to another world. The UFO never came. Most recently, we've heard information dealing with the Church of Scientology. Those of us who are members here at Lawrence Avenue know exactly what we're talking about because it's in close proximity to our building here. Has been in the news primarily due to some of its teachings around suicide and because of some of their high-profile members, Tom Cruise being one of those members. Now, it has been reported that this group has caused a number of suicides due to their doctrine and some of their teaching. Members are taught that if they leave the so-called church, they will soon kill themselves or have very serious illnesses or accidents. Ex-members have also reported that the church ordered them and ordered members to commit what's called end of cycle, a suicide in order to protect the church. All of these were examples of people that were deceived one day or another. And you can see what a difference a day makes. 
All of these examples, church, include good people who somewhere along the line one day were deceived. Many of the members of these groups had a sincere desire to serve God, yet they were deceived. Now, you may be thinking this morning that it, it, that it could never happen to me. I hope you're right. But I want to remind you of this. In each of these groups, church, were very successful, educated people who accepted what was being taught. To say with certainty that it can't happen to you would require that you fully understand God's word for yourself. Don't take my word. Don't just listen to me because I stand before you on the Lord's day. Don't take what Brother McClain says because he stands before you in this pulpit. We need to be like the Bereans. We need to study God's word daily. Check up on what we are saying here in this pulpit. Don't take my word for it. Go to the scriptures and search to see if those things are correct. Church, we can't allow ourselves to get caught up in the charisma of any leader that helps we get to the point that we accept any doctrine that comes from his mouth. Paul said in Romans chapter 16, verses 17 and 18, he says, Now I urge you, brethren, keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrances contrary to the teachings which you learned. Turn away from them, for such men are, are slaves, not of our Lord Christ, but of their own appetites. And by their smooth and flattering speech, they deceive the hearts of the unsuspecting. Now, if you never study your Bible for yourself, but you spend a, a lot of time reading other material, then you know what, church? You can be deceived. Now, I'm not saying that reading other material is wrong, but you got to have a foundation of God's word if you're going to be able to distinguish between what's right and what's wrong. you got to have a, 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 a balance of what you're reading with what the foundation of truth is. I spent a lot of time in this message focusing on some of the cults, past and present. But I want to close this morning by mentioning three false doctrines of today that are coming out of the religious world, and they are deceiving people. There are a lot of false teachings in the world, church, but the most dangerous ones are coming from within so-called churches. Here are three that I want you to keep in mind this morning. If you've heard that once you are saved, that your salvation is guaranteed and you can live however you want to live because you're saved, then you may want to study Hebrews chapter 6, verses 4 through 6, which says, For in the cause of those who have once been enlightened and have tasted of the heavenly gift and have been made partakers of the Holy Spirit, and have tasted the good word of God and the powers of the age to come, and then have fallen away, it is impossible to renew them again to repentance, since they again crucified to themselves the Son of God 
and put him to open shame. If you've heard it taught that your actions don't carry any consequences as long as you're sorry for what you did, then you need to study Galatians chapter 6, verses 7 and 8, which says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, so will he reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh shall from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit shall from the Spirit reap eternal life. If you believe this morning that, that any doctrine is okay, as long as it makes you feel good about yourself, then you may want to study 2 Timothy chapter 4, verses 3 and 4, which says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but wanting to have their ears tickled, they will accumulate for themselves teachers in accordance to their own desires and will turn away from their ears from the truth and will turn aside to myths. The first sign, church, that Jesus mentioned was deception. Many will be deceived in these last days. And it's our responsibility to make sure that we are not deceived. So how do we do that? We study for ourselves. Because see what a difference a day makes. And that day is the judgment day. Don't listen to man. Don't be deceived. See, God has a plan of salvation. Not based on what man says. It's based on what we read within the expired, within the expired word of God. And according to his word, we got to hear the word of God, believe what we've heard, repent of our sins, confess Christ as being the son of the true and living God, be baptized for the remission of those sins, and then live faithful unto death. May God bless you until we meet again. Let's turn to page 859 as we prepare for the collection and the Lord's Supper. 859. He paid it. Debt. And he paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. And Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. He paid that debt at Calvary. He cleansed my soul and set me free. I'm glad that Jesus did all my sins erase. I now can sing a brand new song, Amazing Grace. And Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. One day he's come me back for me to live with him eternally. Won't it be glory to see him on that day? 
I then will sing a brand new song, amazing grace. And Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. Church, let's give thanks for the collection. Father God in heaven, we thank you so very much for the opportunity to give back a portion which is already yours, Father. Thank you for the, the means to do this, and we pray that everyone gives with an open heart, and we pray that the funds are used for the edification of your kingdom. These and all other blessings we ask in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Now we come down to this part of the service where we are to commemorate the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Turn with me to John, the book of John, 6, 8, verses 8 through 13. From the King James, the text reads, One of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, saith unto him, There is a lad here which hath five barley loaves and two small fishes, but what are they among so many? And Jesus said, Make the men sit down. Now there was much grass in the place. So the men sat down in number about 5,000. And Jesus took the loaves, and when he had given thanks, he distributed to the disciples and the disciples to them that were sat down, and likewise of the fishes as much as they would. When they were filled, he said unto his disciples, Gather up the fragments that remain, that nothing be lost. Therefore they gathered them together, and filled twelve baskets with the fragments of the five barley loaves which remained over and above unto them that had eaten. Now turn to Matthew 26, verses are 26 through 29. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and brake it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say unto you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. Let's give thanks for the body and the blood of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Father God, we can't, we don't have the words to thank you, so... We'll just say thank you, Father. 
Thank you for the sacrifice that Jesus made on that old rugged cross for us, for the sins of mankind, Father. We pray that each person take these emblems with clean hands and pure heart. In Christ Jesus' name, we offer up this prayer. Amen. Now will you please take the bread. Now will you please take the cup. Verse 30 of Matthew 26 reads, And when they had sung an hymn, they went out into the Mount of Olives. This concludes this portion of our service. Page 851, Blue Skies and Rainbows, 851. Blue skies and rainbows and sunbeams from heaven are what I can see when my Lord is living in me. Know that Jesus is well and alive today. He makes his home in my heart and nevermore will I be all alone since he promised me that we never would part. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, at this time, we want to say thank you, God, for another day. Thank you, God, for another day that was not promised to us. We thank you for another Lord's Day that was not promised to us, where we'd be able to lift up songs, lift up praises to your name, and pray prayers. We also thank you for the mean blessings that you bestowed upon us. We thank you for the food, the clothing, and shelter, our family, our friends, our family and friends in Christ. And most of all, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who died for us for our sins, so that we have that chance to be with you, Father, and live with you and us eternally. At this time, we want to say, please continue to be with us throughout this time, uh, throughout these days. We thank you for the messages that have been provided uh, by two of your servants uh, that were touching on the city that is being prepared and also the days that we currently live in. We pray that in these days and, and whatever time we have left, we pray that we will be the Christians that we be most pleasing and acceptable unto you. We pray that we will be Christ-like. We share your message, share your gospel, fulfill uh, your purpose, and, and be able to just serve as servants and do things in, in order and, and in ways that be pleasing and acceptable unto you. And at this time, we just ask you to be with us as we, um, as we continue to just have this time together and, and have these times together. We pray that we just do things that um, would lift us up spiritually, would uh, just lift us up in general. And we ask you to just please continue to be through us throughout this life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.